0: Welcome back to another episode of All in the Library. We're on season three, if you can believe it. And this year, we have Venetia Ford as our co-host. Joining me, Leslie Nicholson, two libraries. We talk about all things books and interview authors. And we are excited this time around to talk to Sandra Nickel. She has an amazing book that we are excited to have on our Battle of the Books list for Humble ISD called Breaking Through the Clouds. Welcome, Sandra. Welcome, Sandra. Ah, Thank you so much. Hi, Leslie. Hi, Venetia. It's so great to be here. Thank you so much for making time to join us. And as we have, you and I had talked a little bit before, we are doing this for our podcast, but we are also going to make our video available for our district, for all of our libraries, so that the kids get to see you and learn more about your book when they are reading it uh, for their competition. Um, so I know that, um, I've done a little bit of reading on your book, but I haven't been in front of kids with your book, Venetia, who's at an elementary school. Venetia, tell us a little bit about kind of what has happened with your, um, uh, when you have talked to the kids and you've read the book and, um, even how it got nominated for our battle <laughs> of, the Books. go for it, go for it. <laughs> okay.
1: Sandra, I, I Spandra, <laughs> loved your book. Love, love, love. So um, I actually read your book to the kids during Women's History Month. And, you know, I'm all about female empowerment and, you know, just pumping up girl power. And so when we read this book, so many people identified with this book for different different things. Um, girls identified with it, boys identified with it, teachers identified with it. And it really made me happy every time that I got to read this book. You know, um, I'm in a library, so I'm in a rotation where kids see me, you know, I see like, nine different classes for all of the grades every day. And what I liked about your book is I never got bored reading it to them because after you read something, you know, nine times (laughs) uh, (laughs) and you read it six times a day for nine days in a row, you're like, okay. But I really like each time I got to learn something different. Like I thought about different pieces in the book and the kids really loved that. And, um, what I really loved about it, like one of my favorite parts in the book is where she goes to the Navy and she asks them for the plane to be able to go up and look at the clouds and study the clouds. And um, so the, what really affected me, like first time I read it, before I read it to the kids, I was like... Uh! No, they did not kick her out of her own, like, everything that she went in to do. She asked the Navy to borrow the plane. She asked the Navy. And the fact that the men were like, well, you know, we don't really let women go. You know, thanks for all of your background information. We appreciate you. But, eh. and she was like, no, <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. No, we're, we're not going to do that. I love that she had a backbone, you know like she was like no, they no, were she not was going to yeah she was out. like I'm going to the I'm going to the principal you, guys yes. you? I'm going to the top And I,
2: I mean I just loved how the Navy backed her I, I just it. I just loved it yeah because I mean I just cannot imagine doing all the work on everything like setting up the whole project, putting the whole team together. Exactly. You're the one who did everything and then they show up and say, okay, well, do you know what? you can't go. Yeah, you're the
1: wrong gender. This woman was amazing. She had, you know, limited resources, and she was able to make all of these things happen. And he finally was like, oh, okay, well, (laughs) you're right.
2: (laughs) No, I mean, Rosby, here is this guy, you know, he was the star. Yeah. He was the guy. He was the top of the the meteorologist. He's the guy everybody said was the guy. And I think that's, I mean, it's just as you said, you know, she goes, he says winds are what count, nothing else counts. Okay, the sun counted, everybody knew the sun counted. And they're like, you know, the clouds don't count for anything. And he was her nemesis the whole way, the whole time. And that's the brilliant thing. When she finally makes the discovery, she's like, oh, and do you know what? Clouds are so powerful. I don't know, uh, maybe the kids will have heard of, you know, this buzz about the movie Oppenheimer right now, about how Oppenheimer mm-hmm. create, created an atomic bomb. She discovered these clouds were more powerful than 10 atomic bombs. Right. I mean, just insanely yeah. powerful. And so powerful that, do you know what? They power the winds. And so it was kind of like, okay, you know what? You said clouds weren't important, but you know what, they actually, power the winds that you were studying, <laughs> which is just so fabulous. I talked to um there's still one of the living or one of the um mentees that Joanne was a mentor to and she also became the president of the American Meteorological Meteorological Society. I always trip over that
0: word.
1: Oh, every time I read that part. How many
2: <laughs> And um, anyway, so she was saying at the American Meteorological Society, they have two big portraits up in the main area. And it's Rosby on one side and it's Joanne Simpson on the other <laughs> side. So are they they are these forever, they're in forever battle against each other, you know. I, I just I imagine, I imagine everybody going home, all the lights go down and she whispers, you know, Clouds do power the <laughs> wind.
0: So Sandra, there are so many different uh people who have made contributions in, in our in our world. What what drew you to this? I mean, this is it's it's kind of it's gotta be obscure. So what yes. is it that number one how did you find out of even about this? I was working on Stuff Between the Stars, which is about
2: Vera Rubin, another great female empowerment. She's the one who discovered dark matter. And when I was working on that, I just tripped across, Joanne, I just tripped across her name as another first, you know, like a trailblazer, mm-hmm. blazer woman scientist. And I was immediately clicked because I grew up in Kansas, okay, like, Look (laughs) at the great plains that come down to Humble, you know, follow it up to Kansas. And I grew up in a tiny little small town that was a little cloud crazy. I mean, our water tower had clouds on it. We have a cloud sculpture in the next to the baseball diamond. And just like in Kansas, just like where you guys are, we have this like incredible view of the sky. I mean, it's just this big sky where you can see these great clouds. And I grew up looking at these just amazing clouds, but unlike Joanne, I was just like, oh, look, there is a, a lion. Oh, look, I can mm-hmm. see a bear and, and a car and, and um, really fell in love with them. And so when I started looking at Joanne and um, how she also grew up, well, Boston, also flat, next to, um, next to water, a little bit like, you know, Houston, And she also had this amazing view of the clouds, but unlike me, who I was looking at, you know, for the shapes, she was like, from the beginning, she was just fascinated by these clouds. And it was just this passion from when she was a little girl, like four, when you saw, like her mother didn't want to have anything to Mm -hmm. do with her. I mean, she's like, she wasn't paying attention. She's four, she takes this little skiff of a boat, out into this water she's rowing all by herself and
0: she's like looking up in clouds and how'd you find out about about that you know the how'd you do your research to know more about it
2: yeah so okay so what happened as soon as i found out about her i was like i need to know more about her and i found out that before she died she gave all of her papers and photographs and everything to harvard university Mm. And so I got to go to Harvard University and I got to see that paper where she erased so much that there were
1: holes, holes in the paper. Yeah,
2: holes in the paper because she didn't have a computer. And it was just amazing. Um, You know, sometimes people are like, well, how did you decide to write the story the way you wrote it? And really with Joanne, I just wrote it as she told it. I mean, it was heartbreaking to be there at Harvard and opening up her journals and reading in her own handwriting about how her mother didn't want to spend time with her. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's what? just heartbreaking, yeah. it's heartbreaking. And um, so I thought I've got to put that in there because you know what? There are other people who've had that experience. Yep. You know, Joanne's way of dealing with her mom never really been there was, you know, she found other things she loved. She loved to sail and she would go out and sail. She sailed for the first time by herself when she was 10. And then she learned how to fly. And, you know, you have to remember when she learned how to fly, the airports that exist here now, they weren't around. There were hardly any airports. I mean, this was huge that she learned how to fly. and and went up by herself in 16, when she was 16. And the other amazing thing about her is even though she was treated not well by so many people in her life, when she became a person of power, she treated people well. One of the stories I just loved, loved, and it's not in the book, I heard it from another meteorologist later on, after the book was already published, is that she had stickers and when, when young meteorologists came to her and like gave her, her the, their papers to read, or even when they were working on her staff, she would give stickers and say, <laughs> good job, way <laughs> to go. I'm so proud of you. And isn't that just amazing? You're thinking like, you know, these people are still working on their doctorates or whatever, and they're getting stickers on their paper because she was like, Do you know what? Nobody was there for me, but I'm going to. I'm gonna be here for you. And the American Meteorological Society, hey, I said it that yes.
1: time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they actually um, named an award after her and it was um, the award for the best mentors because she was oh, so- Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, she was such a great mentor to people. So our illustrator, Helena Perez Garcia, is just fantastic. And she was the one who, did the great illustrations for the book, and I think it's fantastic um, how you can look at those different clouds. I mean, of course, you know, Joanne was thrilled about um, cumulus clouds. Mm-hmm. And I was learning, you know, Latin as I was studying this too. And I mean, I think, you know, the cumulus are the big puffy ones that so cumulus just means heaps, you know, the ones that look like fluff to us. And then the Cumulonimbus, those giant, giant ones, I think it's crazy how they can be 10 miles tall. That's insane. <laughs> I mean, just think about it. I mean, I don't know, you know, what is what is a town that's like 10 miles away from Humble? I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah. And that they can just be that big, and so those cumulonimbus, I mean, anybody who's uh, maybe seen the Harry Potter films or maybe um, read the books already. They know that Nimbus, Harry had the Nimbus 2000 and Nimbus really means clouds. Mm-hmm. And so I think for his broom, you know, it was like, oh, he could reach up to the clouds. And so these giant, giant clouds that she studied that were so powerful are really called cumulonimbus because it just means heaps and heaps and heaps of clouds. <laughs> I've, I've learned so much from Joanne. I mean, really just so much from her.
0: Well I appreciate you sharing her story with us. I think it's amazing, but you have some other great stories out there and I really want our listeners and our librarians to know about um your your book uh The Nachos Nachos cuz I mean I think and and tell us a little bit about that and that surprise that you you know mentioned oh yes
2: yes so nachos nachos was fun to research because i actually came down to texas and then went into mexico i was down in eagle pass texas because the woman who uh for whom nachos were invented that's where she lived and then i went into Piedras negras and i talked to nachos family um not on that trip but later on through emails because um uh, it turned out that Luis and I, who I was going to talk to, we got called into work that day, but these things happen. But the surprise is that, um, so Nachos Nachos came out during COVID and, you know, things were not so easy during COVID. So now in October, it's going to be coming out in Spanish and so it'll be Los Nachos de Nacho, and um, I'm super, super excited that will have both the English and the Spanish version out there for libraries to have. I actually live in Switzerland. I married a, a Swiss guy and I, I live in Switzerland now. And then what I think is funny about here in Europe, the a corn chip, they give the word nachos. Like they don't really, they know what nachos are as a thing, but if you go into a store and if they're not called corn chips, they're called nachos. So like oh even the change has been given to, to just corn chips here, which is, I think it's fantastic. That's so funny. Yeah. yeah. I I found out because I went into a restaurant and I ordered nachos and they brought me a bag of chips. I'm like, (laughs) that's interesting.
0: (laughs) What about the stuff between the stars? Leslie, thank you so much.
2: I mean, it really is a mission of mine. If I run across somebody that I think they did something amazing and they're not getting credit for it, I just think I want to write their story. And that's what, and so the first one was Nachos Nachos. The second one was The Stuff Between the Stars, and that is about Vera Rubin. And what I always tell kids is that if you are looking up at a sky, like at nighttime, you know, what do you see? And people say, you know, I see a moon and I see stars. And nobody ever says all that dark stuff in between. All the stuff between the stars, mm-hmm. and that is made up of dark matter, and it's actually what keeps the clouds together. And so um, Vera um, and Joanne were actually kind of sisters in time. They grew, they grew up, and um, were doing their research and, and living their passions at the same time. And, and and Vera had a very similar story to Joanne that you know they were, you know. They were not well received
1: in the community that they were not,
2: not well received at all. And in the same, same way, you know, there, you know, you looked at her life. She just seemed to be the super slow star at the edge of the galaxy, like, and all of the other big, um, you know, top guys in the industry were all huddled together in this center, doing their stuff and not paying attention to what she was doing. And by her being off there, doing what she was doing all by herself herself, she discovered the big thing, like the biggest thing that changed everything that they didn't get to see because she was driven to be look at stuff on her own.
0: As we wrap things up, I wanna just end things on a a fun note with our Would You Rather author's version. So I'm gonna hit you with a couple of different things and you can just answer how you feeling. So. Sandra, would you rather be a teacher at Hogwarts or an instructor at Camp Half-Blood? Ooh.
2: Oh, definitely Hogwarts.
0: <laughs> I mean, who doesn't
2: who doesn't want a wand?
0: I mean. Um, would you rather have dinner with your favorite character or your favorite author?
2: Oh, favorite character. Absolutely favorite and character. Who is that? Well, it depends. Am I going really young? Okay, my very, very favorite character when I was really young was Winnie the Pooh, so I guess I'm having honey.
0: Would you rather write your next book by hand or use an old typewriter?
2: Oh, I love writing by hand. There's something just like the ideas flow in a way. Although, you know what, maybe I should try an old typewriter and see what comes out.
0: Thank you so much. This was so enjoyable and we appreciate it so much for you taking the time oh thank you thank you
2: that you've chosen um breaking through the clouds for the battle of the books i'm so excited for you guys you get to read so many great books please send me the list and i'll read them too